Welcome in on a green and gold Monday, a victory Monday. Packers get a win. They knock off the defending champs 27-19 at Lambeau Field on Sunday night football. They go to 6-6. Six and six. They've won four out of their last five. And now the hopes and aspirations are postseason for this team, something that Matt LaFleur very, very, very quickly shot down last night. And you're going to hear the uh, the postgame presser coming up in a little bit. But uh, when he started to be asked about, you know, hey, the postseason and before the, the question could even be finished, it was shot down. Didn't want to talk about it. Nope, 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 nope. Didn't want to talk about it. Not at all. Not at all. Didn't want to go there. Not at all. Because he wants the team to strictly focus on New York. Uh, if the wins come, they can end up there. They get to nine, ten wins. Most likely, they're going to find their way in the postseason. But uh, and and you don't even want to talk. I mean, even though on this program we will, we'll talk about playing with a little bit of house money. But you, they don't want to do that. It's just like, look, just here you go, here you go, one more, just another win, just another notch in the belt, just another another game in which you can all kind of come together. And that's uh, on Monday night, a week from tonight, in the Meadowlands. So that's what the Packers have. Have to get a look forward to. 877-867-1670. Coming up in this hour, you're going to hear from Matt LaFleur and Jordan Love. Coming up in the next hour, Mike Clemens is going to take us all the way through, and uh, we'll get Mike's take coming out of the locker room last night. A lot of conversation. A lot of conversation last night. And Mike's going to bring it all to us in the final hour of the program, so stay right where you're at. Don't go anywhere. These last two hours are better than the first two hours, and the first two hours were on fire! So don't go anywhere. Anywhere today. 877-867-1670, Let's go to Steve listening to us in Brookfield. Steve, how are you doing today, man? What's up? I'm doing fine, Bill. Well, first of all, I have no skin in the game for last night's game, so I didn't really care, but I love football a lot and basketball. But I have to say, I, I disagree with your analogy of saying, you know, if you would have played better, you would have did this and what did that. No, I disagree with that because, you know, the Zebras can make a difference in the game. Yes, everyone knows it was pass interference just the way it goes. Yeah, you lost mm-hmm. the game because maybe not the call, but it was part. The, the call was going to go the other way. Remember, when when Mahomes was, got hit and they got a penalty on him, the first word you heard out of everyone's mouth cause, where I was at was, well, that's a penalty. Yes, it was a penalty, but they didn't call it. And if they would have lost the game, I guarantee you that would have been a huge discussion about, well, if you had played better, no, no, no. They make a call, and you got to live with it. But mm-hmm. uh, to my other point is this. You know when you find out when you're good? There's only one thing that finds out when you be- start becoming a good football team. Look where the bookies are putting the money on. Because if you – they got four very winnable games they do. I agree with that. But what the, what the bookies say, the point spreads are going to be in that game. When you're away, I think a couple games, maybe home one. That, that tells me – they know where the smart money's at, and that's when you know when you're good. Because I guarantee you, if they played this game all over, four games on the road, you played Kansas City again, you're still going to go down as an underdog, probably by six points, five points, something like that. I want to know what the point spreads are going to be for the next few games. Then you'll know where the respect lies. I don't know about a Watson factor. You hear Eric say, I heard Eric say, well, maybe 
we got other guys could could step up. Well, I don't care about other guys. You know why? Because you could take players. You don't have to take one player out of the game. The key to Green Bay, I think, going anywhere is Aaron Jones. Because, yeah, they got decent players, but Aaron Jones can make the heartbeat tick. He could run mm-hmm. it, and he can catch it on the backfield. He's a big factor. That's where the point, and that's where the books rely on. They want to know how healthy he is for these next four games. Because, you know, being a realist, Bill, and I know you are, they're not in the top four teams in the NFC. They're not. They're going to play one of those teams. They might get bounced right away. They more likely will. But that's beside the point. A big step for Green Bay to make the playoffs this year. Okay, that's that's would, great. Would you? Let me ask you this: Would you put them in the top seven uh, for this year? Yeah, I'd, I'd almost. I, I would almost. Well, with the remaining schedule, I, I would be shocked if they don't make the playoffs. Right. I think they'll get bounced right away. But I think they'll they got a good chance to make the playoffs. The teams are playing are mediocre at best, but still they've earned, I mean everybody has to play everybody. The Lions are still going to be a team to beat for a while. I, I still believe in that offense. That mm-hmm. that is the real deal. But Green Bay they have weapons, and I always hear them say, "Well, they got young weapons." You know, yeah, they're young. Well, everybody has young players. It's just how do you play together? You know, they beat. A very, very good team last night, but not the best team, I don't think. I, I mean, I just don't. I think it's Baltimore and probably Niners all day long for the Super Bowl, but that's just me saying that. Yeah. But anyway, remember, it's the it's the point spreads will tell you what they think about Green Bay when they got the Giants coming up next. I, I think the yeah. Lions no, are I mean, they, the they, they Yeah, are. the line came out last night. And the, I appreciate the phone call. The Packers are already five-point favorites in, that, favorites in that contest going into the Meadowlands. So I, I that I agree with. Now, let, let me go back to what you said about the, 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 the non-call and the pass interference uh, in that you cannot allow the refs to make it. Look, in that moment, in that moment, yeah, you can have a call dictate to you that moment. But you can, but, but that's not what costs you the game. You can go back to many individual plays, many individual things that you did not do well enough to give you that decided advantage. Your, your receiver ran an out. Patrick Mahomes wanted him in. Interception. Turnover. Turnovers. The number one thing that are dictators into the outcome of, of ball games is not calls. Bad calls against you. It is turnovers. Number one, every coach, every statistic, every analytic will tell you that. They threw it. They got a turnover. So in the moment, yeah, I can say that that call sucked and that cost you maybe the culmination of that drive or the extension of that drive. But it didn't cost you the game. So many other factors go into losing a close ball game, not just a bad call. So that's where I'll argue with you till the day is long. Uh, going now to, to, to the furtherance of that, where the betters will dictate and tell you who the good teams are, I agree with that. Look, no bet is perfect. No better is perfect. You got, you got to just stay above the fray at 50% or better. You got to get the 52 53% on the consistent, and you're a pretty good better in the long run. The ones that get up around 60, really good betters. Those are the ones that are living in mansions because they just they got a knack, right? But – the Packers, 
needed to, going back to Pittsburgh and on from there, have opened a lot of eyes and earned a lot of respect. Because for those that want to say, I told you so, no, you didn't. Because nobody was saying, this team is great. This guy's going to be great. This guy, this is this. When you were watching this team falter week after week after week in an ugly, ugly offense, not a whole lot of people had the belief that this is the what it was going to be going back six weeks ago. So it progressed. And, and, and when I say they've done things, look, I don't have the analytics here to sit here and say, this is the most remarkable turnaround that I've ever witnessed. But for watching a young quarterback look so bad, started off on fire, then just completely petered out. I mean, just bad. Had the hops and footwork, was, you know, again, using the terminology that I heard this morning, right read, wrong throw. That, that was it. Couldn't put it on the money, couldn't drop it in the bucket, couldn't throw deep. You know, all of the things that we had talked about, it wasn't like we were making it up. It was real. It was right there in front of you. It was tangible evidence. But to, to go from that to this in a matter of four weeks is amazing. It's encouraging. It's fun to watch. It's enthusiastic. It's a shot of adrenaline into every arm of every Packers fan. It's great. I think it's, it's a I think it's a, a ringing endorsement of Matt Lafleur and his staff too because this is this is going to be when the year is done this is going to be the youngest offense collectively in NFL history so to take those guys from a place where basically they were broken two months ago the offensive yeah. line couldn't block they couldn't avoid penalties the wide receivers in the wrong spot Jordan Love doesn't know where he's supposed to go because he doesn't know where anyone is to go from that spot and these coaches told those guys stick with us we're going to end up in a good place to keep everyone on the same page and to end up here. That's a, a huge endorsement of Matt LaFleur and all his assistant yeah. coaches. Yep. And, and and here's the other thing. It was only, what, six weeks ago that I was questioning the talent on the field and going, hey, you might have to look higher. You might have to go to Gudikins. And nobody was arguing. Nobody was saying, oh, no, this team's loaded. They're, they're absolutely loaded. This is going to turn around. And nobody believed that. So all in all, I mean, now, again, the rest of the book has to be written for this season. But just what a remarkable turnaround. Just, I, I give LaFleur and Barry and the staff a ton of credit, but you still have five games remaining. Don't, don't stumble. Don't trip. 877-867-1670. Let's go to Ron listening to us in Madison. Ron, how you doing today, man? What's going on? Good. I love your show. Yeah. Love Thank your show. You. Uh, I got home at 3 o'clock last night. Uh, I was with a friend. Uh, we went to Lambeau. What a night. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, I, before the game, I, I told my friend, uh, the Packers are going to have to play the, their best game of the year, and they did. And uh, mm-hmm. it was a great game. It was a great they, game. I, I would agree with you. They appreciate the phone call. They rose to the challenge. They played to the level of competition last night, and they looked like it. And now that's why, you know, uh, a lot of questions. Well, when do you become a believer? Well, first of all, I got you got to write write the rest of the season. You know, a four game stretch out of twelve, you you got to get better than that. We all know that, but don't don't stumble. Don't come out of this looking this way, only to then turn around and just play poorly against, you know, uh, against uh, you know New York on Monday night. So I'm I'm 
I'm right there. I'm ready to be pushed over the edge, but uh, but just give me one more. Give me one more. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. When we come back, got some more emails, got some more calls, but also we're going to hear from the head coach after last night. I want you to hear also in that presser when he starts to talk about or the question is starting to be posed about, hey, you're back to 500. Now the playoffs, and I want you to hear the discussion. I want you to hear the discussion. I think it's rather intriguing. Stay tuned. Whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho, ho, ho. In the window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Oh, oh. Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella now, pay later. (laughs) Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 12-31-2020. If you're in lacrosse, I keep seeing uh, more and more pictures of their food today making my mouth water buzzard billies on pearl street starlight lounge right above in the old brick hotel right there the old 1860s brick hotel buzzard billies great place to go grab some dinner get a cold beer watch a game enjoy friends family and then you head upstairs good date night cocktail lounge it's like the 50s are going to fall out when you open the door. Oh, it's awesome. The Starlight Lounge upstairs. Both places. Just fantastic. Fantastic place. Uh, if you want to check it out for uh, private events or if you uh, just want to get a reservation, 608-796-2277. Uh, ask for Heather. She's our girl over there. She's uh, David runs upstairs in the Starlight Lounge. Heather runs downstairs, Buzzer Billy's. But both places, absolutely fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Love those places. Uh, let's go back to the phone calls. Let's go to, uh, who do we have here? Let's go to Steve in Green Bay. Steve, welcome to the program, man. What's going on? Hey, Bill. How are you doing today? I'm doing wonderful. What's happening in your world? Oh, I'm doing wonderful living the dream up here. Um, I, I Just last night, it was amazing to watch where I finally got the feeling that when the Packers got the ball, I – I wasn't sick to my stomach thinking, what kind of BS am I going to see now and have to hear excuses about at the end of the game? When Jordan got the ball, I truly felt like they're going to score the ball. They're going to score each time they get the ball. And I thought that was amazing to have that feeling this year, considering how bad they had started after the first Bears game. It it was inept at best. Mm -hmm. And so to see them do that, and then with A.J. Dillon, 
I've been hard on the guy this year, um, but credit needs to be given where credit is due. The last few games, his numbers aren't exploding, but he's making more out of each play and taking what he can get. He's not Aaron Jones, so he's not going to get 10, 15 yards. Um, I would say, though, to that exact thing, there were a couple plays last night that if Aaron Jones was in, I think he's taking it to the house where A.J. only got five or six. So I, I'd really hope to see him back if they get a playoff push. And finally, Joe Barry, as much as everybody wants to hate on that guy, they're they're doing what they need to do to win games, and they just held the world champions to 19 points. Right. So yep. thank you for giving me some time to talk here, sir. I hope you guys have a great day. All right, appreciate it, man. He drops off. You get on board real quick. We got to go to Brett listening to us at home. And Brett, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Michael. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I have a question for you. Yeah, I'm wondering if Lafleur is coming back into his own, and by that I mean you brought up many times about Lafleur running down the field the first season with uh, Rodgers, telling Mm -hmm. Rodgers to throw the ball, and we've wondered years if LaFleur's offense is being run or Aaron was changing plays at the line of scrimmage or what he was doing. And so my question is, is it just taking LaFleur this much time throughout the season to get back into his groove of calling plays, designing plays, and, you know, setting up his game plan, and he was just out of practice? Uh, that's so appreciate no yeah appreciate the phone call that's a great question and i i think for a while he wanted to he was calling a an offense that he was trying to i i think if i could say it this way and he'll he'll disagree but i it was like he was calling plays to protect the quarterback you know to to try to get guys on the same page vanilla one on one offense Nothing creative. Don't think a lot. Let's just run the play and, and execute point A to point B. And at some point, I know he said, well, Jordan's got to just let it rip, right? And I think that's what he did with the offense. Matt LaFleur at the podium last night asked about that question and others, including the postseason. Take a listen, because this is this follows up with your question. Take a listen to what Matt LaFleur had to say last night after the game. A big win for us, I think, for our guys, just against a, one of the premier teams in this league. And we had contributions from all three phases. Uh, there's nothing like playing a night game in Lambeau this time of year and just can't thank the crowd enough. Definitely had an impact on the game. It was a true home field advantage. And uh, But just can't say enough about the guys in that locker room, the resiliency they show the willingness to come in every day with the same mindset, and that's just trying to get a little bit better, truly taking it one game at a time. And, um, you know, but I was really happy with our performance tonight. It's far from flawless in certain areas, but we absolutely did enough to, to win. And, um, you know, like I said, that's a really good football team. I know it takes everyone, especially in a win like this, but Jordan said that he'd circle this game on his calendar. Obviously, remember his first career start. How different I uh, just yeah the composure uh, certainly they, they brought some pressure they brought some all outs he got us into the right checks um, you know I thought the guys up front did did a pretty good job for the most part on the on the night uh, protecting them there were a couple instances where they, they were able to get some pressure but even when they did um, 
you know, that, that fourth down play to Rome, there was a little bit of pressure in his face, and what a catch by Romeo Dobbs, just what a play by him. That was certainly a big play in the game, and there were so many guys that contributed, whether it was A.J. Dillon grinding out tough yards, um, Patrick Taylor going in there and getting a couple big runs, uh, all the wideouts, Tucker made a, uh, a couple nice plays as well, Ben Sims with his first touchdown, and then defensively, you know, Corey Ballantyne showing up with, with 10 tackles, that was that was big, um, Quay with 13 tackles or whatever it was, and just getting enough pressure on Mahomes throughout the course of the night. Hey Matt, it, uh, it seems like in the last few weeks, you've taken the training wheels off the offense to a large degree, what did you have to say? Um, less simple, like you're, you're pulling more out of the bag, and it's, I'm wondering what you had to see to get to the point where you felt comfortable doing that. Yeah, I just uh, certainly the there's a trust, um, you know, that our quarterback's going to make the right decisions. I mean, it, it really takes every room to to make some of those plays being a little bit more aggressive. I think that's what you're trying to get at, Pete. Uh, being a little bit more aggressive with some of the calls, but um, just making sure that we get the protection that's needed. Um, but, you know, guys in the, in the receiver room and tight end room are, are making plays in the passing game. Uh, the, the protection, like I mentioned, has been pretty solid. And then ultimately it, it comes down to the quarterback making the, the right decisions and then also trusting that if it's not clean, if the pocket's not clean and it starts to collapse around him, that he's going to get the ball out of his hands and, and not take a negative play. And I think we've really seen that, especially the last four games or so of, of him doing that. And that makes it a lot easier as a play caller to, to want to be more aggressive and to take our shots. Uh, it felt like, it felt like a game. Probably, sorry, go ahead. Minnesota loss probably seems like an eternity ago, but you were very angry after that game, and you said it was obviously tough to watch. What, how do you explain what's happened since then? I think the guys are just they're, they're coming together. They're working. They're getting better. Um, they're playing faster, playing more confident. Um, but that, that doesn't happen by accident. That happens by coming in each and every day, and trying to learn from your failures and learn from your successes, but putting in the work. Because this stuff doesn't happen unless you put in the work. And that's what these guys are doing. They continue to come in and put in the work. And I think that's why we're getting better. Um, and I, I would like to believe that we're far from a finished product. And this league has a way of humbling you in a hurry. So you got to take the good from it, you got to take the bad from it, and you got to learn from it. And, and move on and keep it moving and, and go back to really sticking to the process. And, um, and that's by putting in the work and showing up with a great attitude each and every day. It seemed like a game of like who was going to blink first. What did you think of that play by Keyshawn? I got to see it. I was looking down when it happened, uh, trying to figure out what to call next. But, uh, yeah, what a, what a big-time play. We talked at halftime. I said that we, we told the guys – uh, that it was going to come down to the ball, that whoever makes gets a takeaway is going to win this game. And it happened to be us, and it happened to be a great play by Keyshawn, and certainly that was a, a pivotal moment in the game. I guess you may be thinking some of you guys on defense might have thought maybe you had the game won there after the fumble, non-fumble, return for a touchdown. Just what does it say for your defense there to kind of step up and remain poised in kind of that sudden change situation after game one? Yeah, that was 
I mean, that, that's the resiliency that we're talking about. That's the one play mindset that you got to have. Um, no matter what has happened or it doesn't affect the next play. And you got to go play the next play and stay in the moment. And our guys are doing that. Safe to say uh, you might never defer after winning an opening coin toss again after these last two weeks. Maybe. We'll see. I think every game is a little bit different. Um, we lost the coin toss today, right? Um, but, yeah, I think especially when you go out and, and you produce on your first drive, I think what eat up like eight minutes on the clock or whatever it was, and you go down and score. That was the craziest first half um, that we've had in a long time. I think there was one a couple years ago, the COVID year, when we played the Vikings when there was like two possessions apiece. But uh, they had two possessions. We had the third possession that ended up in the two-minute drive. Um, it was just a wild, crazy first half in terms of very long, sustained drives. But you got to give up, give it up to our defense, uh, our red zone defense. Keeping them out of the end zone obviously was a big time factor in the game. I thought we, we were able to generate some pressure in a couple of those plays, you know, and push them back, and, and ultimately that was probably the difference. Seriousness, you, you had five weeks this season where you didn't get a touchdown in the first half. I, I know it comes down to hard work making plays, staying on schedule, but during that time, could you have seen such a tremendous... I don't remember that time. I'm staying in the present. <laughs> Speaking of staying in the present, I'm, have, you ever, have you thought about the playoffs at all this year? Because right no. now you are nope. in the... Nope. Nope. So what it's is... one game. We gotta, we gotta, now we have another primetime game on a Monday night, and... The guys got to understand, you start winning some games and people start gunning for you now. And so, um, you know, we're a 500 football team. That's where we're at. That's the reality of it. And, yeah, we've had two, two pretty good back-to-back -back wins. And, um, you know, but you're only as good as your last game. And I, I do know this. You better show up each and every week in this league. Otherwise, you're going to get knocked off because we see it every week. And... Um, you know, you just got to put your best foot forward every time you you get an opportunity to step on that field. So that's what we'll do. You beat the Chargers, though. You beat the Chargers, the Lions, and now these guys in three consecutive games. Obviously, you're you're on the right trajectory. Is there is this, is it a sky? I think Jordan used the word "sky's the limit." Is that kind of how you view this team? That there's really no ceiling there for them at this point. Yeah, I I just as long as we stay committed to what's gotten us to this point, that's that's being resilient, that's coming in to work each and every day, that's continuing to, to work on our craft, to come closer as a team, to have that belief not only in each individual but in each other. Um, I've said it many times, it's the ultimate team sport, the ultimate team game. It takes all 11 on the field, and there's a lot of trust that goes that's involved in that, trusting yourself, trusting your teammate for us to go out there and execute as a team and, and get a W. One game at a time, and don't talk fast. Stuff. Is that is there a challenge with a young team and getting that message through at all? We're going to find out, I guess. You know, um, I can't really. I, I don't know. We're, we're about to find out, and that that's going to be the message, though. Is just because I think we've anybody that's been around this game long enough can can tell you. Like, I mean, this league has a way of humbling you, and um, you you just got to continue to work and just. Focus on what's right in front of you. I think we saw we were going to get your Jim Mora invitation this time because you said you didn't want to go Jim Mora on as a couple weeks ago. 
I can do it. I can do it pretty well. <laughs> no, I gotta do it now. <laughs> Later. Okay. Um, in all seriousness, going back to Pete's question, just watching your offense to the less trained eye, it just looks so different than what it looked like, say, up through the Rams game with kind of short, safer passing. And I mean, what exactly did you see from Jordan, and what made you feel more comfortable? to be able to do however you want to phrase it, because you would admit it looks a lot different than it did before, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think there's a different, maybe a different mentality that we're, we've taken on, and um, obviously it's worked well for us, but there, but it also, it goes back to trusting those guys to be able to go out there and execute the plays that are called, and they have to go out and do it, and they are doing that. So that makes it much easier to call those types of plays. Uh, I don't know. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll know more, more tomorrow, but certainly it's unfortunate. I think his play has really taken off, and I think that's been a big catalyst for our offense. I mean, that touchdown catch he had versus the all-out pressure was phenomenal. Jordan did a great job of hanging in there and, and giving him a ball, and he went up and made his, he's making some plays. And, you know, um, so... I hope it's not too long. Um, he's a he's a dynamic player, and certainly it, it took him a minute to get going. I think, but once he gets going, um, I mean, you guys you guys see the results. How, how how chaotic was that final drive for you guys on the sidelines? I mean, there's the late hit on the other side. There's seems to be questions about where the clock should be after the review, and then that's out of control. You just got to keep playing. I mean, and. Credit to our guys, credit to Joe and, and the defensive staff for um, putting our guys in great situations. I do think the communication's been pr pretty solid in terms of just being in the right calls. I think you saw it at the end of the game, just those final those those final coverages that we were in once there was 14 seconds on the clock. I mean, Mahomes just basically throwing the ball away twice um, before the Hail Mary. Coach, is this your biggest so there you go. I'm uh, going to cut it off. We're late for a break. But, you know, hey, look, biggest win, yes. Uh, he talks about, you know, playoffs now. We're not going there. We're not going to get into that. And then he gets into the question of I, I don't really agree with taking the training wheels off of the offense. But we all know, we all know and we all understand that this this just looks better. There's more motion. There's more movement. There's more thought process to it. So things certainly uh, in Green Bay, offensively speaking, have uh, become more dynamic, might be the best way to put it, more dynamic. I, I think that might be a better better term, so to speak, rather than say, wow, they took the training wheels off, whatever. Whatever he wants to, whatever adjective he wants to put behind it. Hey, i uh, got to say thanks to our friends at Point Brewing. Point Brewing, they've got Snow Pilot that's come back out. they got some seasonal beers that come out this time of year, and some have been wildly successful, like Snow Pilot. So if you haven't gotten a lager, if you haven't gotten Snow Pilot, if you haven't tried it and you're into craft beers right here in the state of Wisconsin, that's our friends at Stevens Point. Point Brewing, brewing excellence since 1857. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
welcome back. Good to have you. Packers get a win. They knock off the Kansas City Chiefs. It happened. It happened. 27-19, the final. The Packers now 6-6 six six in the season. They've won four of their last five, and they are definitely a team trending in the right direction. Good to have you back on board. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. We're going to be quick here because when we come back, I want you to hear Jordan Love speak. Uh, I wanted to get both of them in before we had Mike Clemens on. Mike Clemens coming up after the uh, uh, top of the hour. We're going to have him about quarter after. So about 45 minutes from now, just ish, probably about, uh, you know, not 45, uh, about 35 minutes from now, we're going to have Mike Clemens on with us. So Mike will take us the rest of the way. But you're going to hear from Jordan Love coming up. I got a couple of emails, and I would be remiss if I did not go to the email inbox because so many of you have uh, have written in today. but uh, this one is from uh, Jack. Jack says, uh, hey, um, first of all, he says, for everybody that says happy birthday, thank you very much. I certainly appreciate it. Uh, also, uh, what a great Packers night. Uh, this is from uh, Jordan, who says, hopefully we can keep it going. I love the enthusiasm today. I uh, uh, also wanted to ask you, are you going to talk about the Badger football bowl game? Uh, we'll probably do that tomorrow. Probably do that tomorrow. Um, probably going to be uh, talking about it the next couple of weeks. I know it's going to be a tough game. But I hope Coach Luke can pull another win out and about the Brewers signing Jackson Cheerio. We're going to get in, into all of that this week. Uh, yeah, the, the the contract is an amazing contract for Cheerio. We talked about that earlier last week, about how you kind of get the sense that a kid that young, you're going to sign that deal. You're going to sign it. You're going to set yourself, your family up for the rest of your life, and then you move on. And then anything you do beyond this in your career, you're going to continue to expound upon. The money's going to come. So, big day for Jackson Cheerio, absolutely. Brewers are going to get themselves, hopefully, a good player that's going to continue to ascend. Hopefully, the Badgers continue to roll. They get into a bowl game. They put a little bit of a stamp on it. Then they start uh, looking for more talent, additional talent, and transfer portal. And they continue to bolster this thing and trend in the right direction. Uh, All of that, all of that, I completely agree with. Okay, let's do this. We'll we'll take a quick break. I know we've been a little bit long today. That's okay. Take a quick break. Come back. We'll hear from uh, hear from the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. Big night last night for Jordan Love. Stay tuned. We got more right after. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Ho ho ho! I need a window. Maybe it's cold outside. So where do I go? Come on, Santa. Go to Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Now is the time to replace your leaky windows and doors. You and Mrs. Claus can get your new windows while putting no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. Unwrap this gift now, but pay for it later. More jingle that stays in my pocket. That's right, Santa. Plus, our elves install year-round and in as little as one day. Pella offers lines in luxurious wood to fiberglass and vinyl. Why not make a New Year's resolution today? That's the spirit, Santa. Pella, no. Pay later. Absolutely. Put no money down, no payments, and no interest for up to 18 months. But you have to hurry. Offer ends December 31st. Schedule your free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions apply. See show for details. Offer ends 1231-2020. You got a business, business owner. You need, uh, say, some office furniture. Re- reupholstered, 
Maybe you got an awning out in front of your business. Maybe you got a deck. You want to throw a, a canvas top on, uh, whatever it happens to be, whether it's a boat cover, you know, upholstery, you name it. Our guy, uh, Dwayne, at Dwayne's Cover It All, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. Great guy uh, and does unbelievable work uh, and just continues to grow, too. That's the best part about it. It was just him back when I first met him, and uh, we started talking about this, and now he's got a much, much larger staff, a much, much bigger facility. They continue to grow. And the accolades and the five-star reviews are just off the charts. So, And I've told you about him for a long time. So whether it's just a boat and boat covers and bimini tops or you've got awnings and gym equipment and office furniture and upholstery, they can do it all. That is our friend Dwayne, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. They're at 715-870-2119, 715-870-2119 up in Wausau. Jordan Love. The now completely composed and gathered Jordan Love talking to the media last night. Take a listen. Are you like trying to place that somewhere? Or are you just throwing that out? And, you know, giving him a chance, hoping something good happens. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm throwing it to Romeo where I think he's going to be. Um, obviously, the one, the one to Romeo, um, you know, just kind of the coverage was telling me to go there to him, um, and you know, threw it up, thinking the safety was going to make a play, and he didn't. But, uh, you know, good job by Romeo. It was, it was weird. He couldn't really track the ball at first and then was able to find it. Um, but that was a great catch by him. So. Take every game as they come. But just how personally satisfying a performance like this for you to kind of go toe-to-toe from the homes and come out on top? Yeah, it's huge. Um, <clears throat> you know, for me personally, it's just obviously I've had this game, you know, circled for a long time. It's my first start. Um, obviously didn't play how I wanted to the first game. So being able to see these guys again and, and get the victory is huge. Um, you know, it's it just a great team win tonight. Um, you know, everybody just balled out. So, um, but it was an awesome win. Jordan, going back to those the passes to Romeo and Christian, can you just talk about kind of the, the cat and mouse game between you and Spagnolo and whether he was going to, you know, send it all at you and just how you played that and reacted to it all on those two plays? Yeah, you know, you just got to, with this defense, you never know when they're going to bring it. Um, you know, they do a really good job disguising their stuff. So you kind of always got to, uh, be alert for it, try and pick up on the little tails, the little keys. Um, but, yeah, you know, on that one to Christian, they did end up bringing it. Um, we got to a, a protection that picked it up, um, was able to give me enough time to just kind of buy some time and let Christian work and um, put it up for him, and he, he went up there and made a great play. You said the coverage on that fourth and one to Romeo was kind of showing that you should throw it there. What did what, you see? What, what, what was about the coverage that showed you that? And obviously they're, they're bringing it, right? So uh, how that, how's that calculate in your mind getting rid yeah, we kind of have like a three-level throw, um, and, you know, number two ran a, a shorter out route. I felt the safety kind of grabbing, grabbing him um, and kind of let Romeo go. So I just put it up there, um, and, yeah, the, the safety, he, he wasn't able to get back to that play. Um, but, yeah. Jordan, you have three touchdown passes tonight all against blitzes. I think you're like eight touchdowns, no picks um, in the last, uh, I think, well, actually all season against blitzes. What, why are you guys so much better at that now than maybe, I mean, kind of two years ago was a long time ago, but what, why are you so much better at that, do you think? Yeah, I think for me personally, it's just being able to see this stuff. Um, I've got more reps. I'm more comfortable um, understanding where I need to go with the ball. I think the O-line is doing a great job just being able to pick this stuff up. You know, it's not easy when they're bringing the all-outs and these blitzes, things like that, um, but they've been doing a great job giving me time. And then receivers, obviously, just they're having awareness of when they need to be open. Um, and how long I got, and, and then just going out there and making plays. But um, it's, it's definitely something we as a team have just been, we've practiced. We, we know um, <clears throat> it's something teams are going to bring, and we've got to be able to execute and go out there and uh, 
make make sure they don't do it again. Right after the two-minute warning, you just you got to keep the clock running there. You're better to take the sack there just to burn more time, or is, was that not part of the thinking? No, we ran a play. We were trying to you know get a shot over the top. Um, you know they ran a coverage that um, <clears throat> wasn't really ideal for the play. Kind of played outside leverage on number three, so um, we didn't have a great look at it. Um, yeah, instead of just forcing it, just just take the sack right there, keep the clock running. Jordan, you, you guys were two and five, three and six. It's easy to say you know just stick together, win the next game. How do you guys keep this season from unraveling it even further? I mean, I think it's everybody in the locker room, um, you know, from the top down. Everybody's just trusted it, stayed together. Um, <clears throat> no one's wavered. Um, obviously, it wasn't easy at the beginning of the year. It wasn't how we go. It wasn't exactly how we planned or wanted it to go. Um, but everybody just stuck together. We just kept our head down, kept working every week, um, showing up with the, you know, the mindset that we just got to take it one week at a time and know that, you know, we're, we're not a bad team. We're a good team. We just haven't been able to finish these games. So um, I think everybody's just stayed together, though. For a while there, you and Patrick seemed to be going almost toe-to-toe. <clears throat> How much are you aware of that during the game? Do you kind of keep an eye on the field when you're on the sideline? Okay, what are, what's he doing? What, what are they doing? What's it like to be in that kind of situation? Yeah, you, know, you, you watch that. I mean, obviously, <clears throat> we went up, scored, um, and then they kept answering. So when you got two... Good offense. You got. You're going against a really good offense. You know you got to continue to put up points, stay on the field, um, convert third downs, and obviously finish with some points. But um, you know it's it's going to be a shootout. You got to try and put up as many points as you can, especially with the offense they have. Obviously the quarterback they have, Patrick Mahomes. So um, you know our mindset was just go up there, put as many points as we can, help the defense out as best we can, um, and then obviously they got the huge stop at the end. So, Jordan, what does this mean? You, you guys have beaten two first place teams now back to back. I mean, just what, what, what does this mean for you guys and, and how are you guys feeling in that Yeah, it's huge. I mean, we feel great right now. Obviously, those are two huge wins, wins that we needed. Um, but like I said, the, the, the main thing is we just, we're taking it one week at a time right now. Focus on who we got, focus on how we can go in there and dominate that game. Um, <clears throat> and obviously you see back to back wins, like you said, over some really good teams. So. Um, you know, it feels great, but we just, we just got to keep that mindset going, keep keep staying on this kind of role we got right now. Jordan, as of right now, you currently have the number seven seed in the NFC playoff picture. Is the goal now at this point <clears throat> in the season to try and make that postseason? Obviously, yeah. I mean, the goal is to make postseason. You know, we're going to take it one week at a time, try and just focus going one, one game, winning those games. But, I mean, that, that's the goal is to get, get in that playoff race. Jordan, we talked week after week early in the season about slow starts. Obviously not tonight. What's not, – not just tonight, but what's – gotten into you guys in the sort of games where you guys have really come out cruising? Yeah, I mean, just the – I think we've just been deliberate about making sure we start fast. Um, you know, there's been little things that we've changed during the week to, to get the openers out sooner so guys can, you know, just have that mindset of exactly what players are going to do um, and how they're going to execute that. But, I mean, I think it's just the mindset of everybody. We just know <clears throat> in the games we don't start fast, um, you know, it, it, we're playing kind of catch up, playing from behind sometimes. So, um it's been working, so just starting fast. But it's just the execution of the plays, guys making plays. Um, yes, yeah, I mean, it's everybody just coming out, start fast, make plays. But For a while this season, I'm sure it was frustrating. You guys went through stretches where you couldn't get a touchdown in the first half. You couldn't you couldn't win games, obviously. What's this team capable of now? You just had two massive wins in a row. Well, what, what do you think this, this group's capable of at this point? Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. I'm not putting a, a limit on what we can do. Um, I think I really think we're just getting better and better every week. Everyone's getting more comfortable, um, and we're just ex- like literally just executing uh, better and starting fast. But I mean, I think this is a really good team, um, and when we play at our best, you know, we're a tough team to beat. There you go, Jordan Love.
Jordan Love after the uh, ball game last night. Uh, I'll tell you this, um, you know, and I said this about three, four weeks ago. I said just something flipped. There's there's a comfort level there. It's just a little more confidence. It's a little more comfort with the questions. The media just sounds better. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it, it is what it is. You know, there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, top of the hour. Take a few phone calls, get a few emails in. Don't forget, coming up here in about uh, 18, 19 minutes from now, Mike Clement's going to join us. Mike was inside the locker room last night after the Packers got the win, and they ended up knocking off the defending champions. They ended up knocking off the defending, champion, uh, defending champions, Kansas City Chiefs, last night, 27-19. The final Packers now 6-6 six and six on the season. They've climbed back into this thing. And while Matt LaFleur didn't want to talk about the postseason, Jordan Love's like, look, that's always the goal. That's the goal. So, yeah, do we feel like we can get into the postseason? i got to win one at a time, but th- that's the goal. So, Matt LaFleur is like, look, we, we started off slow. Don't want to talk about it. Let's just take it a game at a time. Because if you stack success and you win a game at a time, you're going to end up in the postseason anyway. So, just, just worry. Don't get out over your skis. And what he's looking to is to say, look, uh, I don't want the, the, the guys that are inexperienced, like our quarterback and like our wideouts and even our tight ends to a certain extent. I don't want that inexperience between those guys right there to be to, to get to them when it comes to getting out over your skis heading to the postseason. You haven't won anything yet. You haven't won it. You know, keep them humble. I like that. I like that approach. We are about 15 minutes away. Mike Clements joining us. Stay tuned. Your phone calls coming up next on the Bill Michael Show on this Green and Gold Monday. Loving it. Loving it.